Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, there was a story during the week about a Belgian TikToker who faked his own death. His family played along, posting tributes to him on social media, all of which enabled him to make a surprise appearance at his own funeral with presumably mixed reactions. Now, it might be tempting to do something like this just to see what people would say about you, but is it illegal? Peter Leonard is a barrister and co-host of the Fifth Court podcast, so is it illegal? Well, it's in this case, I don't know whether it is illegal or not. This sounds like attention seeking of the highest degree. Yeah, narcissism isn't a crime. Oh, my God. I mean, this is absolutely crazy stuff. It seems to be something that was concocted. I don't know a lot about the story, but it was concocted, I think, by this individual and his family in order to, you know, make some point to his friends that they weren't giving him enough attention and they weren't showing him the respect that he needed. Um, so it's 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 kind of uh, like a ridiculous situation, but the the notion of faking your own death. Uh, it has happened and if if it does happen and it's done for a particular reason and the particular reason is pri- primarily fraud in order to draw down on a life assurance policy for for example mm-hmm. now that would be something where the law would jump in uh, and there was a famous case of John Darwin John and Anne Darwin yes. are you fami- familiar yeah. with that one Sean yeah. in the canoe yeah. yes in the yep. canoe canoe so this was this was a fellow who was living in the northeast of England uh, and he was i think at one stage a maths teacher so he was good at making calculations and doing the percentages. Uh, and then subsequently he left to become a prison officer. Um, but he was a very active man and he was a kayaker and he went out on canoes. But himself and his wife had bought some property and I think they were in financial difficulty. So he went out in the ocean, I think, off the northeast of England uh, one, one evening in the North Sea. And he never returned. And some days later, the kayak was found kind of floating, upturned out on the water. So a massive manhunt was put in place to see if they could find him and Mm. recover the body, etc. And I I think the feeling at the time was that the conditions that night were very benign. So an experienced kayaker like him should have been okay. But, you know, accidents do happen. Um, So he, he never turned up. And lo and behold, his wife sometime after that went to the insurance company. I think it was AIG or a precursor to AIG, uh, and drew down on the life assurance policy and took something like £250,000 out of it. All the time, he was living in a bedsit next door to the family home. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) But just say, hypothetical... You, uh, do you ever? Uh, you probably don't remember. There was a, there was a TV show called The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin. I do remember it well. Uh, yes, where, where he faked his own death and then he went back in disguise to live with his family just because his family didn't really appreciate well, him it, at all. Anyway, it is the stuff of Hollywood. I mean, yeah. there's been loads of stories like that. So, you know, so, double indemnity going back to. Yeah. Right, so yeah. you, you fake your own death for whatever reason. Yes, you just want to disappear, but then your spouse who you've left behind, who genuinely thinks you're dead, goes to collect on the uh, uh, on the life insurance. Yeah, well, in are this they, case... Are they committing fraud if they don't know? Absolutely. This is hugely a criminal a criminal offence because you're obtaining money by false pretenses. That's what you're effectively doing. It's but a even if they stealing. don't know? Because uh, well, the spouse doesn't know. You've disappeared. You're living in South America now, having faked okay, your own death. But okay, you, no, and, that's a good point. Wife. No, yeah. that's a very good point. No, that's, that's, a, that's a good legal point. If she didn't know, um, well, then, you know, everything would be okay. Um, you know, if she did it innocently and mm. did it in good faith, well, then she couldn't be found to be guilty of any sort of fraud or criminal act. However, the husband would. But in this instance, uh, the couple subsequently left. When they got the money, I think they paid off the mortgage on the house and then they moved to Panama 
as you do, Sean, to start a new life. Yes, everybody but dreams I, of I such think, a thing. I think eventually they got bored in Panama and they came back and that's when the authorities became yeah. aware. And straight away there was, you know, a file was sent to the DPP in Britain and this man was brought before the court and he was sentenced, as was the wife, to six years in prison and they served three years each. Um, and, you know, so that was that was yeah, what they were deemed to have it. done. But if, say, you do it like our Belgian TikToker, you just do it because you're a dick. Uh, and the... the, the the effect is there any legal aspect of that? Like well, the people, there, for instance, at the funeral, like say yeah, well, his mother thought he was really dead, and then he turns up, like you could give her a heart attack. Well, I was thinking about that, and I mean, like effectively, him turning up at his funeral. I mean, people will have seen a ghost as such. Mm, Isn't that it? Yeah. Isn't that what this guy was trying to create? I mean, people thought he was dead, and now here he is. It's a bit like James Joyce's Finnegan's Wake, isn't it? Yes. The the jar of porter, you know, scatters over the bed, and the corpse rises up, Tim Finnegan. Uh, But in this instance, I mean, this is crazy stuff, you know, Mm. and TikTok gone mad and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, potentially, potentially there would be a claim here for a thing called nervous shock, which is Uh a law of tort. And this arises where, as we know, in tort, you have somebody who does something uh, and then somebody, you know, suffers as a result. So take, for example, your standard one, a car accident, where somebody drives into the rear of somebody else's car and the person who gets hit suffers a back injury. Well, then there's a claim Mm. and one person is liable for that and then the other person is the victim. But what happens if there's a third party and if somebody experiences is something outside of that. Now, in this instance, um, this man comes back and somebody sees this and suddenly, you know, and maybe it doesn't even need to be nervous shock because the reaction of seeing somebody that you thought was dead, I mean, that potentially, potentially could call, cause PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Um, and somebody could have psychological and psychiatric fallout as a result of that. And you would have a claim in tort. And wouldn't it be great if this guy was penalised in some way? Because to me, I think this is pretty outrageous. Maybe, maybe I'm being a bit too high-handed in relation to it. I look but, forward uh, to that court case. I really do. Uh, Peter, thanks a million for for uh, uh, coming into us today. That was uh, Peter Leonard there, uh, barrister and co-host of the Fifth Court podcast. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Energlaze. On News Talk.